a parody on Psalm 23, focusing on only us. The culture is my shepherd, so I always want more. I stumble from mall to mall, then job to job, then again shrink to shrink, seeking relief but never finding any. I am trapped in the valley of the shadow of my own death. Do I feel sorry for myself? You betcha. I fear everything from processed food to power lines to holding a cell phone to my ear. I go down to the weekly staff meetings and I'm surrounded by those whom I'm concerned and convinced are out to get me. When I go home, even even my dog barks at me. I anoint my head. I anoint my headache with extra strength Tylenol twice what the Bible what the bottle prescribes. My beer mug runneth over. Surely misery and misfortune will always be my lot, and I will live in self doubt and pain for the rest of my lonely, miserable life. Amen. At church today, I said, I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir, but listen up anyway. Clear your heads. Not today, but next week. Just imagine an imaginary tale. There is no church. There is no faith. There is no sacrificial lamb. And there is no holy bread to, per- to nourish you for another week. Just imagine. There are no prayers. Only pleas, pleading to yourself. With all those pleading prayers directed to that one person. Being social beings, some of you would introduce yourselves to your neighbors and slowly a dialogue about this life thing would emerge with numerous discussions, disagreements, and agreements. An early church gathering happens with others soon to join you. I said I was preaching to the choir. We do have this church. We do have each other, either by name or a smile either entering or leaving the church. Centuries tested and tested each day again, just like the apostles. The gospel today about a respite with Jesus and his apostles is sandwiched between two significant events. Before this passage, Jesus sent them out two by two to announce repentance and the coming of the kingdom. How much dust did they have to kick from their feet, from slamming doors or weird looks? Probably as much as the Mormons get from me when they knock on my door. Those folks who welcome them, feed, bathe, and offer them a bed during their time here. One apostle may ask my master, My master said not to bring a second tunic. Do you have a washing machine? To which the host replies, it hasn't been invented yet. Go find a river and a rock. 
After this passage, Jesus feeds thousands of them with the mere means of leftover food, like sheep without a shepherd we heard today. We honor this time-tested shepherd. We rely on this good shepherd through all of life's low valleys and glorious mountains. To those inquiring, searching folks you heard in my fable, it can only be genuine and real when it leads above and beyond us. The beauties and the confusing stories found in the Bible are historically always before us, and more often than not, they live within us this very day. What was the first published book? It wasn't Catcher in the Rye. A contemporary interpretation on Psalm 23 focusing on the Good Shepherd. O Lord, you are my shepherd. I need nor desire anything more. I have my share of comforts knowing you are there offering peace, especially in times of chaos or crisis and the unknown. You calm my inner being and soul. I recognize your voice, God, encouraging me always to do the right thing. Even though life surrounds me by death, sickness, solitude, and unsafety, I am not afraid. But honestly, really, sometimes I am. For I trust that I am not alone. You are always prepared and keep watch, knowing this brings comfort to me, even during the darkest of days. Even when it seems that others do not think of me or wish me well, you are there, providing and caring for me. When I feel down, you remind me of your love. If I would only look, I'd see my life has such goodness and blessings. May I always be able to identify kindness and goodness in life, both mine and in others. And forever, may I be in the presence of you, my good and only shepherd. Amen.